Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to our series on the Kuntres Dvar Malchus. Today we're going to be learning the Sicha from the Kuntres Siches, Chelik Chavzayin, Vichukaisai Aleph. It is the third Sicha in the Kuntres Dvar Malchus. It is a fundamental and revolutionary approach to the Shita of the Rambam with regards to what the world will look like when Mashiach comes. So often the questions that we get with regards to the Tkufa of the time period of Yemesa Mashiach is... What is it going to look like? What's going to change? How's it going to happen? And this kolas many of the Gemara, the Medrash, Rambam, Halacha, all address this topic. And today we're going to be learning the Rebbe's approach in understanding the Shita of the Rambam on this topic. So let us begin in Seif Aleph, where we are going to be first quoting from the Rambam. In the end of the final Pedic of the Rambam, the Rambam writes, Don't think, When Mashiach comes, things will change from the order of the world. Or something novel will occur in creation. The world will continue in its customary way. And that which it says in Yeshaya, that a, a, a wolf will live with a lamb and a leopard will lie with a kid, with a goat. It is only an, a, a, a metaphor. It is an example. Making the point that Yidin will live assuredly with the wicked of the Gentiles who are compared to a leopard and a wolf. Like the Pasuk says, A wolf of the deserts spoil them. A leopard watches over their cities. So we see that the Gentiles, the Goyim, are compared to a Zev and a Nomer. And they will all return to the true faith. They will not rob, they will not destroy. They will only eat that which is mutter, that which is permissible. Together with the Yidn. Like it says in the Pasuk, that the Arye, the lion, will eat hay, will eat grass just like the cows. And so to all of these things that I've spoken about with regards to the time of Mashiach, hey, Mishalim are metaphorical. And when Mashiach comes, we will find out what the metaphor was representing and what was being alluded to with it. In other words, we don't know every single mushal in the, in the Tanakh, what exactly it means. Here the Ammon gave a couple of examples, but there's there are many more mishalim. When Mashiach comes, we'll figure out what the mushal was and what the nimshal is. And then the Rambam concludes in the end of that halacha aleph, Amru Chachamim, Chachamim said, Ein Bein Chulu, which which will be brought later on in the Sicha, where the Chachamim say that there's, there's nothing, there's no difference between between this world and Yemaisa Mashiach, El Malchi is Bilvat, only the difference will be that when Mashiach comes, 
we will not be under the rule of the other nations. We will be under Shibud Malchus Yisrael, under the rulership of our own kingdom. The Lecheda, so this is the Rambam. This is a very classic uh, 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 Rambam that tells us that the Rambam holds that when Mashiach comes, nothing changes. The world continues in its customary way. The Lecheda yet still does Rambam now. But seemingly there is a contradiction to this Rambam. When the Rambam says that nothing is going to change, the world will continue in its customary way. From that which it said in period. This is a Pasuk in Parshas Bichukaisai that says that the fruit, the, the trees of the field will give fruit. So the Mteiras says, How do we know that even Ilan Israq, even trees that do, are, that do not give fruit, are going to give fruit when Mashiach comes? The fruit, the trees of the field are going to give fruit. This teaches us that when Mashiach comes, even the simple trees will be fruit trees. And similarly, we find in the end of the Mesech Subis in the Gemara, Omar Abchiya Barashi, Abchiya Barashi says, Omar Rav, in the name of Rav, Asidin Kali Loni Srak Shvert Yisrael, Shayitun Upedis, when Mashiach comes, all of the trees that don't give fruit in Eretz Yisrael are going to carry fruit. Shanemar, like the Pasuk says, Ki Eitz Nasa the tree is carrying its fruit. Tein of Egefen, the fig tree and the vine, Nas Nuchelam, are giving its fruit. Which this is clearly a change in the order of the world. So here the Ramam says that nothing's going to change. And here we have Sai from the Teras Kayanim and Sai from the Gemara Inksubis that there will be a change. That fruit trees that naturally do not give fruit are going to produce fruit. So this is a, a, a classic question, a basic question. In the one hand, the Rambam is saying nothing is going to change. And on the other hand, the Ramba, the, the, the Gemara and the Teras Kayanim say that something will change. So in Siv Beis, he's going to suggest that even these Mamore Chazal are also meant, not literally, but metaphorically, and going to say that that, 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 that can't be. The Chayra, we can say, that according to the Rambam, that also these Mamore Chazal, where it says that the trees are going to give fruit are also meant metaphorically uledugma for example eats michael made a a fruit tree is a marshal on a talmud chacham like the gemara brings in mesech the tainus where the gemara says im talmud hagunu if he's a, a a proper talmud chacham then eat from him then then learn from him and if not, then you shouldn't learn from him, implying that a, Talmud, that, that, that a tree that gives fruit is a muscle for a Talmud Chacham. So in that case, those trees that do not give fruit, this refers to those who are not Talmud Chacham, the ignorance. And what the Gemara is saying, or the Teraskarinim is saying, is that last of when Mashiach comes, even the Ilon Israq, even those who are ignorant, the Amiyaretz, Yitnu Peris. They will become or else we can give another explanation similar to this one. And he references that in R18, where he says that Pedis referred to mitzvahs, the fruit referred to mitzvahs, 
And in the Gemara, there's an expression, even those who are sinners amongst the Yidin are full of mitzvahs like a Rimon. But maybe the Gemara is telling us, or the Tereskayim is telling us, is that those people that are also called Paisha Yisrael will actually make more fruit, more mitzvahs when Mashiach comes. So maybe, just like the Ramam says with regards to the Psukim, that imply to these wondrous things that are going to happen when Mashiach comes, that they're not meant to be taken literally. Maybe also these Mamari Chazal and the Gemara and the Tereskayim were also not meant to be taken literally. But it's difficult to say this. Ki, in addition to the fact that unlike the words of the Nevi'im, that very commonly are spoken cryptically and need to be understood and learned and sometimes have to be taken out of their context to understand what they're, what, what they're meant to say. When it comes to the words of Tanaim Vameiraim, it's much more difficult to say that they were not meant literally. Even though there will be, you will find places in the Gemara and in other places where a Medrash is not understood or a, or a Maimer Chazal is not understood literally. But generally speaking, to say a Maimer Chazal is not meant to be understood literally is much more difficult to say. In addition to that, in our case, it's much more difficult to say that Shekin because Maimer Anal Betreiras Kehanim, this teaching in the Teras Kayanim, is, is coming in continuation to a discussion that contains many various brachas that are literal, physical brachas. Including the bracha that is in the Pasuk, the earth will give its produce, and the trees will give their fruit. So the Tedas Kerenim says, not the way it works today. But yeah, when you plant a tree, you have to wait a while until the tree grows. And then you have to wait another while until the fruits grow off the tree. It's going to be like the way it was in the times of Adamanition. You could plant the tree and it'll produce fruits on the same day. The same day you, you, you sow into the ground, the same day it'll give fruit. And then there's another thing, and that is how the tree itself, the wood of the tree itself could be eaten. This is how it was in the times of Adam Edition, and this is how it's going to be when Mashiach comes. Clearly this is talking about something that's literal and physical. Just like when it talks about the fact that you could plant it and it'll grow the same day, and the fact that you could eat the tree, you could eat the wood, so too when it says in continuation to that, that the, tr that, that the trees that don't give fruit will give fruit, it means the same thing, kibshuta and begashmias. Now, similarly in Ksubis, this teaching comes, continuation, to a number of different other teachings, which must be understood literally. Over there in the Gemara in Ksubis, the Gemara is talking about, it starts out talking about the love of the Amir, of the specific Amiroim to Eretz Yisrael. And it says, Reb Hanina would, would, would smoothen out the roads so people could travel in Eretz Yisrael without uh, 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 the travel being difficult, without um, um, without uh, uh, tripping, or um, uh, travel should be should be made easy.
And then the Gemara continues with other things. And in the end, the Gemara says, this is very not about Israel, there's going to be denouncements, questions on the Talmud Chachamim. So both Misak and Miskele, which is part of the discussion about Eretz Yisrael, um, about the love of the, of the, of the, of the Chachamim to Eretz Yisrael, and both this idea about Kategori B'Talmid Chacham, which is talking about things that are going to happen when Mashiach comes, are, are, are understood literally. So later, when the Gemara continues and says that it makes most sense to say that also this is Kipshute. In other words, in addition to the fact that if we don't have a reason to say so, we're not going to jump to the conclusion that a Maimar Chazal, something that's being said by Tandoim and Amiroim, is not meant to be Kipshute, but here, both in the Tiras and in the Gemara, the, 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 the context in which these Ma'amorim are being brought in are contexts that are being understood literally. And Begashmias, not metaphorically. So there's no reason, it's, and on the contrary, it's difficult to say that these should be, should, be, should be taken out of context and understood in a non-literal way. So therefore, we go back and we understand them literally. And we're back to our question. On the Rambam, how does the Rambam say that the world will continue in its normal order of events if there's an understanding very clearly from the Teraskeinim and from the Gemara and Ksubis that things will change. That fruit, will, that trees will give fruit. Now, in Siv Gimel, we're going to introduce the Ravid who argues on the Rambam and we're going to introduce the Radvaz, who tries to reconcile between the Rambam and the Ravid. And the Rebbe is going to use this, the Radvaz's approach to explain the Machloikis between Rambam and Ravid. Ravid Sham Hisigal Rambam, the Ravid right away asks on the Rambam, The Torah says, that I'm going to make rest, I'm going to put to rest the wild animals from the world. The wild animals that today are carnivores and are, uh, uh, are made by nature to hurt people are going to stop. They're going to stop hurting. This is not meant met uh, metaphorically. This is something very literal that the animals will, start, will stop to hurt and to attack. And cl clearly that's a change in the order of the world. So the Ramam says, And the Ravid says, one second, the Torah says clearly that when Mashiach comes, the animals will stop acting according to their nature that they have been until now, and they'll stop hurting. The Radvaz, Kosavi writes, the that's not a good question. Just like some of the other Psukim can be explained to be a Mashal. A metaphor. This too is a metaphor. In other words, maybe it does not mean literal. Just like is not literal. is not literal. So too is not literal. But then the Advas continues. But we could believe with regards to this that in Eretz Yisrael this is meant literally. 
like the Pasik says, they won't pasture and they won't damage in my holy mountain, because the land is full of the, the, the land that is known. Namely, Eretz Yisrael. So, also in this passage, it says, from the land referring to Eretz Yisrael. So, it could be understood that in Eretz Yisrael, this passage is meant literal, that the animals will stop to will stop their natural way and they won't damage, they won't hurt. However, but in the other lands of the world, the world will continue its normal order of events. And the Ksuvim, the Psukim are a Moshul. Like it says that the war, that the nations will not lift sword against nations. There won't be any war, and that's what it means. That the animal, that the the animals refers to the nations that try to destroy the Yidden, and they'll be put to rest. So in the rest of the world, it's meant it's it's meant non literally. It's meant metaphorically. And it's all both are true. It'll be meant literally that the animals won't hurt, and it also meant metaphorically that the nations won't 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 go to war against the Yidden. So the advice comes up with a a a, uh, a a compromise and explains that in Eretz Yisrael, that that the, things will change. The animals will stop will stop destroying or hurting. And the rest of the world, Olam Kiminaginoyig and the Psukim are metaphorical. Based on this approach, we could say, So now let's let's hold on to this idea that there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world. Let us examine deeper. More, uh, more deeply, the machloikis of the Teraskeinim and the and the Gemara in Ksubis. I, I said machloikis. We're going to introduce the fact that these two can be a machloikis that they that they have two different approaches, even though they seem to be saying the same thing. And we're going to suggest that the machloikis of the Rambam and the Ravid are dependent on the different approaches of Teraskeinim and the Gemara in Ksubis. And here is the here is. A, a, a difference that you may not have noticed in the Gemara versus the Teras Kernum. The Gemara Nemar Ilone Srak Sheb Eres Yisrael. The Gemara says the Ilone Srak, the trees that don't give fruit in Eres Yisrael. Mashenki Beteras Kernum, Haloshnu Ilone Srak Stam. In Teras Kernum, it doesn't say the words of Eres Yisrael. It only says the words Ilone Srak. Which seems to imply that the Teras Kerem is not talking about Ilan Israq in Eretz Yisrael specifically, but Ilan Israq wherever, wherever you are in the world. So the Gemara in Ksubis is talking about Ilan Israq in Eretz Yisrael, that they're going to give fruit. And the Gemara and the Teras Kerem, I'm sorry, is talking about the Ilan Israq in the whole world. The Hevdel Veneam. So what's the difference? Why do they? Why are they phrased so differently? holds that there will be a change in the order of the world, and and the change will be that wherever you are in the world, the all trees, even Ilan Israq, will give fruit. 
But according to the Gemara, in the rest of the world, there will not be a change in the order of the world. Besides, which is going to have a unique order of events. In other words, once the Radvaz makes this differentiation between the rest of the world and Eretz Yisrael, we could say that the Gemara carries on or holds, could be understood to also hold of that difference. And that's why the Gemara says, Ilan Yisrael, Shebe Eretz Yisrael, that they're going to give fruit. Mashiach in the rest of the world, not. And the Tereskeinim does not hold of that differentiation. And therefore says, Ilan Yisrael, plain, and it means that there will be a change in the world and everywhere these trees will give fruit. And based on this, once you make a difference between the Teiras Koyanim and the Gemara, you could now explain the Machlekes Ramam and Ivid according to these two opinions. The Rambam, the Ravid holds like the Teiras Koyanim that all Ilon Israq, all non fruit trees will give fruit. This proves that there's going to be a change in the world. And the same thing can be understood when he asks his question from the Posik that the animals will stop to hurt. Which he understands it to mean literally. And not that it's a muscle like the Radva said in the beginning. And this is actually how, when you look at the Teraskayanims, uh, understanding of that Pasuk, not the Torah's Kedem that we were learning till now, that uh, uh, um, about the Ilan Yisrak. But if you look how the Torah's Kedem touches the Pasuk, the Yishbati Chayiram in Haaretz, you will see it says, Rabbi Yehuda Eber Ma'avidon Min Ha'ilam. Rabbi Yehuda says that you will remove them from the world. Rabbi Shimon Eber Ma'ashbisam Shalei Yaziku. He's going to make them rest so that they shouldn't hurt. They're not going to remove them from the world, but they're going to lose their nature of destruction, of, 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 of hurting and especially as you could see in the Teras Kernim, where the Teras Kernim changes the Lashna Pasik, where the Pasik says, it's from the land, which could be interpreted to Minaret Israel, but the Teras Kernim doesn't say that, it says, is going to remove it from the world, implying that this is a discussion not about Eretz Yisrael specifically, but about the whole world. So before we get to the Rambam, let's understand that the Teras Kernim is very consistent over here. The Teras Kernim with regards to, uh, to the trees, says Ilon Yisrael's Tam, doesn't say Ilon Yisrael's Ferret Yisrael. With regards to Vishbati Chayiram in Oretz, it translates it either according to Rabbi Yehuda or according to Rabbi Shimon, literally, either that they're going to be removed from the world or that they're going to stop to hurt. And the use of the word Min Ha'olam, again implying that this is something that addresses the entire world. And therefore, clearly the Teras Kerenim holds that when Mashiach comes, there will be a Shinim and Agishalelam, that the animals will stop to hurt, the, the, the trees will begin to give fruit, and the Ravid holds like the Teras Kerenim, and, and therefore says, that, and, and, and holds that there will be a Shinim and Agishalelam, that the world will change. But according to the Gemara, but, but the Rambam will hold, according to the Advaz, according to the when the Chazal tell us that Ilan Israq are going to give fruit, it's referring specifically to the Ilan Israq in Eretz Yisrael. And this will be like the way that Advaz says that we could believe that things will happen literally in Eretz Yisrael, that, fruit, that the animals won't hurt and the trees will give fruit. But that's in Eretz Yisrael, that's something special. 
But in the other parts of the world, besides Eretz Yisrael, the world will continue in its normal order. That's what the Rambam means when he says, He's referring to everywhere else besides Eretz Yisrael. So this is a very gishmaka way to explain the difference between the Rambam and the Ravid, and to explain how the Rambam could say at the same time when the Tereskayanim and the, and the Gemara say, that the fruits, are, the trees are going to give fruit because the Rambam is talking about the rest of the world, and the Rambam and the and the and, and the, the Gemara where it says that Ilan Isak are going to give fruit. It's talking about in Eretz Yisrael. The Rambam agrees that in Eretz Yisrael there's going to be a change. He just holds in the rest of the world everything's going to be normal, and therefore that's what he means. Oilam the world as a whole is going to continue in its normal order of, of events. However, in Steve Dalid, he's going to ask two questions on this understanding of the Rambam, and he's going to um, thread up, as they say in Yiddish, this explanation. But this Pirush of the Radvaz is not understood, especially to explain it in the words of the Rambam. The fact that the Rambam says it's plain and simple. That when Mashiach comes, nothing will change from the order of the world, the customary order of the world. Move on, it's understood. It's obvious that it's all included. Because if in Eretz Yisrael those Nisim would take place, those changes would happen. That's called a change in the order of the world. If the Rambam was going to tell us that there's going to be a difference between the world and Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam would have said so. The Rambam said nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change it means nothing even in Eretz Yisrael. If something changes in Eretz Yisrael, that's called a change. Base. Second question. We may Ben Kuziva in the time of Ben Kuziva. Shadimahu that the Rabbi Kiva thought and the Chachamim, the wise men of that generation, Shuamelach Hamashiach, they thought that Ben Kuziva was Mashiach. Dima ad kidekach. They thought so. So they were so convinced. to the point They went out to Mulchama, which is a, a which is an Indian of Pikuach Nefesh, of a, 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 a risk to human life. They went out to war based on the command of Ben Kuziva. And this is what the Rambam uses in Perik Yudalev. That Mashiach does not have to do miracles. And also in the times of Mashiach, the world will continue in its normal order of events. And we will bring this up later on in the Sikha. Nisim didn't happen even in Eretz Yisrael. So if the Ramam holds that something is going to change in Eretz Yisrael, and nothing changed in Eretz Yisrael, how could they think Mashiach is here? From the fact that they believed that he was Mashiach, even though no Nisim happened in Eretz Yisrael, means that the Ramam holds that no Nisim are going to happen in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore it makes the most sense to say, that the Ramam holds that means even in Eretz Yisrael, that the world continues in its customary order, even in Eretz Yisrael, when Mashiach comes. So now we have to understand... How does the Ram how, go back to our question? How can the Ramam say this when you have the Tiraskayanim and the Gemara that tell us that certain things will change? And then you have the, the question of the Ravid, where the Ravid, where the, the Chumish says that things will change, unless you say that's a Mashal Vechida. But the Chumish says, Unless you say that's, uh, that, that, that's not meant to be understood literally. So in Tzifei, he's going to introduce another 
understanding of what's going to happen when Mashiach comes from the Sefer Avedis HaKadosh. And based on that, he's going to suggest another way of understanding the Machlekes of, of Teras Kayanim and the Gemara. And based on that, Lechaida, another way of understanding the Machlekes Rambam and Raivet. The Sefer Avedis HaKadosh Mevair, She'olam Kiminagi Neyeg, Hainu, She'akos Baruch Hu Le'yechadosh Dvarim Chutz Minateva. The Sefer of Eidus explains that what does the Ramah mean when he says the world will continue in its normal order? That the Eidus will not introduce any new things that are outside of nature, that are beyond nature. That, meaning to say that everything in creation, will be consistent with their nature and their source. The way they were in the beginning of their coming into being and the beginning of their creation. In other words, the evidence is saying is that even things that over time have changed and we've gotten used to them being in a certain way, when Mashiach comes, things could still go back to their original form and that's still considered Elam Kemenagineik because it's going back to its original nature. Therefore, there's no stira, there's no contradiction from what the Teras Kerenim says. That a tree could be planted and give fruit the same day. And other similar Because this is not introducing something new that is unnatural, that is not in the structure of nature. Because in the beginning of creation, in the times of Adam Arishin, that was the nature, that a tree can give fruit in the same day. So the fact that we say when Mashiach comes, trees will give fruit in the same day, it's not a change, it's not, it's not considered a shinu according to the Abedis HaKadosh, because shinu means introducing something new that never existed. But something that once upon a time existed, it, and, and it reverts back to that original uh, 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 way, that is not considered shinu that's considered that means the world is still continuing in its normal order, because it's still part of its nature. Now that David has this explanation that the, that something that once upon a time existed, and we and when Mashiach comes, it reverts to that original existence, even something that for many years was different, that is still considered Based on that, you could say that these two things, the fact that the animals won't hurt, and the fact that the trees will give fruit, we can say that according to the Rambam, this is not considered a change in the order of the world, in the customary order of the world, because this was the situation in the beginning of creation, before the sin of Eitzadas, that all the trees were giving fruit, even Elon Israq. And no animal would hurt. And they're to work with the land, and the thorns will grow from the from the ground. So some of the trees became Elon Israq, they stopped giving fruit. And some of the animals were implanted with a nature to hurt. 
The world is going to revert back to its situation that it, where, which, in which it was. Before the That becomes the nature and that becomes the order of the world in that time. The way it was before Adam Arishin, that animals don't hurt and trees give fruit. So now we have a Gishmaka way to understand the Rambam. Where the Rambam on the one hand says, that the world will continue in the normal order of events. At the same time, it's not a contradiction to the fact that the animals will stop hurting and the trees will give fruit because that's not considered it's not considered a change in the order of the world because that is the nature of the world. That's how it was before Adam Arishin, and that's the nature that it's going to revert to after Mashiach comes and that's not considered so now, based on what the way Alvedis Hakodesh explains what it means, we can apply we can apply that understanding to the Rambam, and the Rambam makes perfect sense. On the one hand, he says because the world is not going to change, and these few things that are changing are not considered a change in the order of the world because it's just reverting back to the way it was in its original nature and form before Chet Itzadas. In Sivov, he's going to take this idea to the next level and show how we can understand this within the Teraskenim and the, and the Gemara in Ksubis, and that this is the, the foundation of uh, the disagreement between the Teraskenim and the Gemara in Ksubis. And based on that, we could say that the Ramam and the Ravid are disagreeing in this point. We can connect this with a, an additional fundamental uh, uh, difference between the Lashon Tereskerim and the Gemara. Before we focus on the fact that the Tereskerim, the Gemara Ksubis says Sheba Eretz Yisrael, and the Tereskerim doesn't say Sheba Eretz Yisrael. And based on that, we wanted to differentiate and say that the Tereskerim holds that it's talking about all the fruit trees, and the Gemara is talking about only the fruit trees in Eretz Yisrael. And we can say that the Rambam holds like the like the Gemara Ksubis, and the Ravid holds like the Tereskerim. But we said we can't touch the Rhine and the Rambam because the Rambam doesn't make that differentiation. The Rambam says, Stam, And the Rambam, when he talks about Enkuziva, he doesn't talk about this and that happened in Eretz Yisrael. So now, maybe we'll focus on another difference between the Tereskenim and the Gemara Inksobis, which will, which will connect with this Pshat and the Avedis that something that already existed once upon a time in the world is not considered Shinim and And that's what the Rambam means, that it'll go back to the way it was before before Achet Etzadas. So let's see a new difference, another difference that we may 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 not have noticed. The Lashna Teraskerim, the wording in Teraskerim is they will make fruit. In the Gemara, the Lashna is they will carry fruit. When it says make fruit, it means that the trees will produce fruit, but in the same manner, not that any other fruit tree makes fruit. Fruit will grow from the tree. The Gemara talks about carrying fruit. Not the normal growth on a tree. Carrying something that inherently is not, not part of it. Now when the, the, the tree produces the fruit, so it makes the fruit. 
When it's carrying something that it didn't actually really produce, it, 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 it's on the tree. You can hang something on a tree. It's, it's on the tree. doesn't mean that the tree produced it. doesn't mean the tree gave, uh, 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 brought it into being. So before we get to the Teres Kenim and the Gemara, and to understand the difference, let, let, let's actually focus on the fact that not only is this difference in the words of the Teres Kenim and the Gemara, but also in the Rayas and the proofs that they bring from the Psukim, are also consistent with this difference. And this difference is consistent with the Psukim that they bring. The Teres Kerem is learning this from the Pasuk in Parashas B'chuk Kaisai that says the Eitz of the Yitin will give fruit. The regular giving of fruit by trees. The Gemara learns this from this from the repetition, from the repetitiveness in the Pasuk, the Eitz Nasapiriye, the fruit, the tree will carry its fruit. The fig tree and the vine will give its fruit. Once the Pasuk says that the vine and the fig tree will give its fruit, so we already know the trees are going to produce fruit. So what's the Pasuk telling me that the tree will carry fruit? Coming to tell me that our fruit trees. Uh, and H pri is a non-fruit tree. A tree that's not doesn't usually give fruit and even that will give fruit. So based on this, madgish, the Pasuk is emphasizing the, and there's four points here. Aleph, the Pasuk is, is differentiating between Eitz Pri, which is a Nilan Srak, not Eitz Pri, Eitz, that an Eitz, a tree, is a, 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 a tree that doesn't have fruit, versus Tein of a Geffen, which is an Eitz Pri, Tein of a Geffen, which is a fruit tree. When it comes to eight it says the word nasnu. It's nisina, a regular giving of fruit. It's going to give their fruit, their produce. The chain dalid, and the fourth point. And it comes to the eight to the eights, which is the Ilan Srak, it says it's going to carry it. Not that it's going to give fruit. It's not going to produce fruit in the regular way. It's going to be something miraculous, something unnatural. So not only do we see in the Teres versus the Gemara that one uses the word She'oisim Peres, Teres uses Oisim Peres, and the Gemara uses Lashon Yitanu Peres, but in the Psukim, the, the Pasuk that the Teres uses says, Eitz HaSadah Yitain Piryai, and the, and the Gemara uses the Pasuk, Ki Eitz Nasa Piryai, Eitz meaning an Ilan Tzrak, and Nos different than an Eitz Pri, and Nasa different than Yitain, or Nosnu. So you have the Teres that says, Oisim Peres, and you have the, the Gemara that says, Yitanu Peres. So based on this, we could say that the difference in the Gemara and the Gemara is connected with the Machlekes, which we find in Bereshus Rabba. The trees that today do not give fruit, were they giving fruit when, uh, in the beginning of creation before Chetis Adas? There's a machlekes about this in, in Bereshit Sarabah. Machlekes is between Rapinchas 
and Rabbi Yudon Bar Shalom. Hatoiras Koyanim Koyi Bishitas Rapinchos Bebreishus Rabo. The Teiras Koyanim is following the Shita of Rapinchos. Shalei Medulol Shafilu Ilon Israkos Upeiros. The Yalif Mietz Eisapri. He learns from the pasuk Eitz Eisapri that even an Eitz, even a tree, an Ilon Srak was would give fruit. Ulefize. So based on this, being that. Um, the 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 the, uh, the the trees even before uh, not even before but before etzadas chet etzadas were giving fruit. Consequently, that which the ilon esrak are going to give fruit is not something new in creation. It's just that the nature is reverting back. To the way it was in the beginning of creation, when the fruit trees, when the when the trees Ilan Israk gave fruit, and this is very consistent and it follows that which the drushes that are brought before this in Teiras Kernim, which we mentioned earlier in the sikh, not the way it is today that you have to plant and wait a long time to get the fruit, and you can't eat the branches or the wood; you could only eat. The tree, the fruit, but it's going to be the way it was in the times of Adamanishan. The fruit trees are making fruit. And in the very, it teaches us that in the very day in which it's planted, that's the very same day that it grows. Same to the idea that the that the wood, the, the branches of the tree, could the tree itself could be eaten. It's learned from that the eight was a pre, the the wood itself, the, the tree itself was the fruit. So those two things are, are the, these these things are learned earlier in the Teras which is something that happened when, before in, in time of Adam Adishin, and is going to happen again when Mashiach comes. So it fits in very nicely. That also, also, Ilan Israq were giving fruit. And when Mashiach comes, they're going to give fruit again. They're going to give fruit again. And it's not a Shinim and Agish Aleilam because it's not a Kiddush. This already happened when, 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 uh, in the times of Adam and Ishan. That's the Shita of the Teres Kainim. However, and the Gemara argues with the Teres Kainim and says, follows the Manda Omar that in the beginning of the Bria, the Ilan Israq were not giving fruit. Consequently, so if the trees are going to give fruit, this is introducing something brand new. This is a change in the order of the world. And therefore, the, the Gemara uses the term Yitanu, it's going to carry the fruit. Not something that's regular or natural because it's a nest, it's not part of the nature of the tree. And the we can say that this also explains the Rambam versus the David. The Rambam is going according to the Teras Kernim in Sif A in in Sif uh, 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 we, uh, in Sif Dalad after the Radvaz we said or is it maybe Sif Gimel we said that the Rambam holds like the the Gemara in Ksubis, that it's only in Eretz Yisrael and the David holds like the Teras Kernim that it's everywhere. Now we're saying. That maybe, maybe maybe we can explain that the Rambam holds like the Teras Kayanim, that it's not a Shinoi of Chidush, it's not a new thing because it already happened with Chilas Abriya. 
And the Raibit holds the Ketzeras Kayanim that it is a Chidush, because it never happened before. And that's why the Rambam says, um, that's what the Rambam says, uh, sorry, that's what the Teras Kayanim says, Oisim Pedis, because it's natural, it's part of its nature. And the Gemara says, Yitanu Pedis, because it's something that's miraculous. Avokadai Kishapir in Sif Zayin is going to ask, I'm missing a page. A minute. Oh. In Sif Zayin is going to ask that three questions on this Pirosh on this understanding of the Teras Kainim, especially if you try to apply this to the Rambam. But when you when you delve deeper into it, you can't really explain this as the machleks between the teras kerenim and the and the and the gemara, and certainly to explain that the Rambam goes like the teras kerenim in this way, and for three reasons. This explanation of the teras kerenim that the it's going something's going to change they are going to give fruit but love it but it's not considered a change because it is how it was with something is lacking here in the previous things on this pasuk of it says clearly that the fact that the, that the fruit will grow right away on the same day and the fact that you can eat the branches the wood of the tree it says as it was in the time of Adamarishan and this is learned from those psukim that are spoken about in the Shesheshesheshesheshesh and the creation of the world with regards to the Ilani Srak, the Teras Kenim does not say that this is how it was in the Mission. And the fact that Ilani Srak are going to make fruit, is only learned later in Bukhukaisa, which is talking about lost love, that the eaten period, that the fruit are gonna, that the trees are gonna give fruit. So if the Teras Kenim holds. Like we tried to explain in the previous if that that lost it, love it when, when the trees give fruit, it's reverting back to the way it was. Why does the Teres Kingdom not say that? Why does the Teres Kingdom not learn from those psukim, psukim of, 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 of Yemash Lishi, of Sheishis Mibreshis? And why doesn't it say base? Second question, I feel him Tim Telema, Shanemar Kiderech Sas of Mirdomition. Even if you're going to say that when the Teras Kerem uses the words which it's saying really about the other things, the the the, tree, the fruit growing in the same day and the, the, the wood of the tree being eaten. But maybe you could say that those words refer also to the Yilani Srak making fruit. And the Teras Kerem tackles like Pinchas that this is how it was with Chilas Abriya. In other words, Pinchas for sure holds that. That Pinchas is so clear. The we're trying to say that the Tereskenim goes like Rapinchas. So in question, Aleph, we said, Tereskenim doesn't say that. And it had a chance to do so because it is bringing up things that happened in Mirad Demonition and does not include Ilani uh, Srak uh, in that. And doesn't learn Ilani Srak Yitnu Pedis from those Tsukim. It learns it from Paras Bukhakaisai. And even, question base, even if you're going to tell me that it, it is referring to that as well. And the Tereskenim holds like Rapinchas. 
that Ilan Israq gave fruit when Betchila uh, Sabria. Uh, Adayin Chasabir, it's still, there's still a, a lack of explanation here. Why? Because that's the Rapin Chasi. Shemitzad Abriya Atzma, Mitzad Sivya Kadish Baruchu, Hayutrichim Liyes Ilan Israq, Elisha Oretz Shinsa Meyat Sivui, Vilan Yasrak Nasu Peyes. The way that Pinchas learns over there from the words Tachiyar is Desha, the way Pinchas is learning that the earth rebelled against the Abishter. That the Abishter created Ilan Israq, fruit trees that were not meant to give fruit. And the earth went against, so to speak, the Abishter's command and gave fruit onto those trees as well. So, what actually happened is Hashem created an Ilan Israq, a tree that was meant to not give fruit. The earth changed the command of Hashem and allowed or made that the Ilan Israq, these trees, should carry fruit. Once Adamarishan and Chava sinned with Eitzadas, that change stopped and these fruit, these trees stopped giving fruit. Comes out that the nature of the world was made, they created the world, is that they should not give fruit. The earth went ahead and, 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 and did something supernatural and gave fruit. But that's not its inherent nature. Inherently, they were Ilan Israq. So we have two problems. Number one, the Tereskerim has no, does not imply anywhere that it holds that the Ilan Israq gave fruit. Number two, even if they did, Rapinchas holds that it was not its nature. It was not the nature of the tree to give fruit. David created the nature of the tree to not give fruit. And the Oretz, the earth, changed. But if you go back, if you're reverting back to its, to its nature, to its original, uh, 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 the original way, the way it was created, then it's an Elon Srak that doesn't give fruit. So if your whole binion, if your whole structure is that it's not a shinu, it's not a change because it's reverting back to its original nature. Its original nature is to not give fruit. Even if it did give fruit to the addition, that wasn't its nature. Gimel, and now we have a third question. So the first two questions were on the, ter- were on the Teras Kayanim. And the fact that we're trying to learn that the Teras Kayanim holds that Betchila Sabriya, in the beginning of creation, there were fruit. And therefore, we can say that when Mashiach comes, giving of the fruit is not really considered a change. So the first two questions were on the Teres Kerenim. The third question is how to apply this to the Ramam. Regardless, even if the Teres Kerenim taka holds like this, that B'tchila Sabriya, the Ilan Israq did give fruit. And this is their nature. And when Mashiach comes, it's going to revert back to its nature. Koshen lefadish kemitasa Ramam. It's difficult to apply this to the Shita of the Ramam. Because when you follow the, 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 the context of the Rambam's words, it is clear that the Rambam is negating not just something new in creation. That he's saying that nothing is going to happen that never existed in creation. He doesn't just say uh, that there won't be a chidush. He says the world will continue in the way, in its customary order, in the way it runs. Nothing is going to change from the custom, from the way the world is run. It's clear 
that if these trees start giving fruit, or if these these wild animals become tamed, that's clearly a change in the order of the world. Whether it was their nature that way in the beginning or not, the, the, way, the way we know it for all these years is that certain trees don't give fruit and certain animals are wild. The custom, the order of the world, means that the world conducts itself regularly in this way. It's not really relevant when this conduct, when this order became established. From the very moment of creation or a little bit later. After it became uh, uh, ingrained in the nature of the trees to not give fruit and in the nature of these animals to be wild. And this has been the way these trees have, 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 have uh, and these animals have conducted themselves for thousands of years without a change. That becomes the order of the world. And if something changes, that they start acting differently, that's a change in the order of the world. And you can't say that the nature of the trees didn't change. And even in this time, all these thousands of years, they're still considered fruit trees. And it's just an external reasoning, which is the Abister's decree that they don't give fruit and the animals become wild. You can't say that. The, 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 way, the way it is to be understood is even if you believe that this was how it was before Chetet Sadas, after Chetet Sadas, their previous nature was changed. In, in our times, they are by nature trees that don't give fruit. By nature, they are wild animals. And therefore, if you're going to say that something changes, that is a shinim in So after this explanation, that maybe the difference between the, between the Ramam and the Ravid follows the difference between the Teras Kayanim and the, and the Gemara in Ksubis, that the opinion of the Ramam is that, and the opinion of the Teras Kayanim is that these trees were, gave fruit in the beginning of creation. And therefore, it's not considered because it's going back to its original original nature, the way the Avedis Akedis explains. And the Raib, it looks like the Gemara in Ksubis, that before, uh, uh, before Chetetz Adas, these trees did not either give fruit. And therefore, if we say that they're going to give fruit, they are, it is a new, it is a miracle, it is a change of nature. And therefore, in the Teras Kayanim uses the Lushen, and the Gemara uses the lesson Yitanu Pedis. After this whole explanation, we have three questions. Two on the Teras Kayanim. That the Teras Kayanim does not give any implication to that understanding that Bimei Adam Arishin, the Ilani Sagwa giving fruit. And even if that was, even if they hold the Pinchas, that would not be the actual nature of the tree. And with regards to the Rambam, the Rambam doesn't say, like the Avedis HaKadosh, that there won't be a Chidush, that, that, that only that there won't be a Chidush. He says nothing will change. And clearly, the Minhagish today is that Ilan Yisrael don't give fruit, and Chayis are wild, Chayis Terfis are wild animals. So we, we, we're back to our original question. 
What does the Rambam mean when he says If you have a a teraskenim and the gmarin ksubis that says that that the ilan are going to get are going to give fruit, and what is the explanation in the machlekes with the Rambam So as is very common in Lukut Sichas, in order not in order to understand the answer, we have to introduce another question. And as a matter of fact, we're going to ask another question in Sifches, and then we're going to ask another question in Siftes, but in Siftes we're going to get the beginning and the crux of the answer. Humans about can taste this beer, but I said, Rambam will understand this by first explaining, uh, going deeper into understanding the Rambam. The fact that the Rambam says that the world will continue according to its Normal order of events. Because he holds according to the daya in the Gemara, which the uh, which the Rambam brings at the end of this halacha halacha aleph in Pirikud Beis. There's no difference between Elamazet this world and times of Mashiach other than Shibud Malchis. And instead of being under the rulership of the Goyim, the Yidden will be the Yidden will be under their own rulership. Other than that, there's no changes. Dash Shmuel Begimara, and that is the sheet of Shmuel and Gemara. And based on that, the Ramam says, seemingly, those two are very consistent. And it's known the questions that the Lacha Mishnah asks on the Rambam. We find the Rambam himself paskins in a contradictory way to this, to this Halacha. The Gemara says, all the nevuas that we that, where the nevim speak about the different promises and things that are going to happen, Mashiach comes. They're talking about Yemaisa Mashiach. But in Elam Abba, which is after Yemaisa Mashiach, no eye has seen anything other than, other than what the Abister has seen. In other words, no, no nevim could talk about that time. Because no eye has seen it. So everything that we know about, about Mashiach is only Yemaisa Mashiach. Not Elam Abba. And the Gemara says that Rebchia Bar Abba argues with Shmuel. Because Shmuel says there's no difference in Elam Azal Yemaisa Mashiach. And at this point we're not differentiating between Yemaisa Mashiach and Elam Abba. There's 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 Elam and there's Elam Abba Yemaisa Mashiach, which at this point we're we're seeing them as the same thing. So the Gemara says, according to Shmuel, nothing changes from Elam Abba, and according to according to Rebchiyah Bar Abba, all the changes that are going to happen are in Yemaisa Mashiach. And Elam Abba, I'm the Rosh Hashanah Kimzul no one, no, no one knows what's going to happen. So again, according to according to to Shmuel, nothing changes in Yemei Mashiach. According to Rabbi Bar Abba, all the changes that are spoken about in the Nevi'im all happen in Yemei Mashiach. Because Neil Abba is, is is a whole other world that we don't know about. So these two opinions are arguing with each other. Now the Rambam in Hilchas Melach in Paskins ain't Vanilla Mazalim is Mashiach Al Shivat Melach is Bulvad like Shmuel, but the Rambam Pesik in Hilchas Shuvah the Rambam Paskins can be Rabba the Polega Shmuel Amru Chachamim Kol Anavim Lekulon Lenibu Al Yemes Mashiach Avol Elam Abba Ain Lera Salakim Zulasacha. 
the Rambam says, like Rabbi Chiyah Baraba in Yilchus Tshuva, that Kala Nevi'im Kulun Le'Nibayl Mish Mashiach, that all the Nevoz are Le'Mish Mashiach, implying that all the promises and everything that's going to change is going to happen in Yemesh Mashiach. Now, the question is much stronger when you see that this actually has a halachic implication, as you'll bring in the next paragraph. Isib Mishnah, the Mishnah in Gemara Shabbos, Tav Samach Gimel Amadalaf, says as follows: Le'yetsi Ish Le'Besayev Le'Bekeshes B'Chulu. Person is not allowed to go out out into the Shosherabim with a sword or a bow and arrow. If a person goes out into the into the Shosherabim, it's chayv chatas. If he's moitzim, it's shus Rabbi Lezer argues and says that a saif, a sword, or a keshes is considered a tachshit, is considered a, 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 like a jewelry, and jewelry you're allowed to wear. say no. Why the chacham say that you're chayv chatos? it's jewelry. So they say no. They say that it's not jewelry. It's actually something that is disgusting. The Gemara says that the, the, the fact that the Pasuk says that they're going to uh, 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 turn their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning tools and there's not going to be any wars um, between nations and nations. If they were something that was a uh, that was a tachshit, something that makes the person more beautiful, then why would it stop loss and loving? The fact that these things won't exist that that, that uh, um, um, war tools, the word escapes me. But um, the fact that these these things will not exist, loss and loving, is it either they're not a tachshit, and therefore he says. That it's like it's like nai, and therefore if you wear if you wear it out in terms of zerab and yechayev achatos, the shall move a base days. So the gemara brings two days. Lefid daya achas sever gam Rebbe Lezer sheklezayim b'teilin lemesa mashiach. According to one daya, Rebbe Lezer agrees that klezayim will stop when mashiach comes. Upliga de Shmuel misayel lebchiyev baraba arguing with Shmuel. And holding like Rebchiyev Baraba that things will change when Mashiach comes. And therefore, things, think, things, since things will change, there won't be any wars. You won't need clay zayin. You won't need armor. According to another day, uh, he holds that, that the, uh, the, the clay zayin will be necessary when Mashiach comes. Hainu de Shmuel agreeing with Shmuel, upligid Rebchiyah Baraba arguing with Rebchiyah Baraba because he says that there will still be wars and therefore Klezayim will still be necessary. So the Gemara argues with regards to Rebbe Lezer, since Rebbe Lezer holds their Atachshit, do the, does the Gemara hold that when Mashiach comes, does Rebbe Lezer hold when Mashiach comes, we will need it or we won't need it? One opinion also the odds that we will need it because we'll still be war and this is followed to Shita of Shmuel that nothing nothing changes. Another opinion also that Abelezer holds that it won't be needed because things will change. But if you go back to the Shita of the Chachamim, he 
the Chachamim, both opinions and Nebelezer will agree that according to Chachamim, Kleizayin, armor, will become bottle, will be not, will be unnecessary when Mashiach comes. And therefore it's not a tachshit. And therefore you're chayiv chatas if you wear it. It becomes something that is that is a tool and not, a, and not an adornment. And the Paskin and Rambam Paskins in Il Khashav is like the Chachamim that you are Chayev for carrying uh, uh, armor out into the street. Kleizayin into the street, which means he holds that the Kleizayin will be bottled in Mesa Mashiach, not like Shmuel. So, how does he Paskin here in Il Khashmalachim that ain't been Ilma's other Mesa Mashiach, Lashud Machis Bilvad, like Shmuel? So now, not only do we have a problem with Eilim Kiminagi Noyik versus the the, the Mamari Chazal that say that Elon Israq are going to give fruit and the Chayis Terfis are going to become tamed. We now have another problem with the Rambam. The Rambam in one place says, that nothing is going to change. You may say Mashiach. First of all, the Rambam in Nechus Chuva says, like Rebchia Baraba, that 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 all the nevuos are about you may say mashiach and even if you're going to say that that's a marshal v'chida that I'm a paskins and ilches shabbos that clay zayin will you are chayiv if you carry it outside in shosadavim because he holds that they will be bought to lust and love it and therefore they're not a tachshit. How can you say that? How can the Ramam say that if nothing's going to change if the Ramam holds? Sorry, how could the Ramam say that, that things will change, that, 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 that there won't be war and Klee Zion are not necessary if the Ramam holds and nothing's going to change? And see if Tess begins the beer. We'll, we'll learn just the crux of the beard in Sif Tess, and next week we learn from Sif Yud till the end how we apply this beer to everything that we've learned until now. A beer, the question is as follows: how could the Ramam say that nothing will change? One of the 13 Ikrim, one of the 13 fundamentals of our faith is that the dead are going to be resurrected, which is clearly a change in Minagish and clearly a is something new in creation. So the Ramam is the Ramam writes in the Yudgimul Ikrim, and he writes one of them is that we believe in Tchiasamesim. So how do you reconcile these two things? How can Ramam say and then say that if you follow the Shittis that says that Eilamatria, the world in which Tobitriyas Amesim is the same thing as begufim, and the ultimate Schar is for Nishamis Begufim, which means to say that once there's Tchias Amesim and the Nishamis are back in their goof, that's when we receive the Schar for this world. So then Tchias Amesim Acher. So that means that Tchias Amesim is an entirely new thing. And therefore you have you have Yemoisa Mashiach and then you have Tchiyas HaMesim. So it's not a stira to say, how can you say that Tchiyas HaMesim uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, 
bitul minhagai shaloylam. No, that happens later, not during Mesa Mashiach. Avul afishita said Rambam. Shaylam abahayin veilam anisham is beligofim. According to the Rambam, with the Rambam holds that Eilam Abba is before Tchia Samesim. The Eilam of Nisham is before Gufim. The Eilam of Tchia ain't Tachlis Lemus Aschar. And the world of Tchia Samesim is not the ultimate of the Schar. El Tchia Samesim Tia Behazman Vidut Kufa Dimesa Mashiach. Lifneisha Nisham Abba Leilam Abba. And Tchia Samesim is going to happen in the time period of Yemesa Mashiach before Eilam Abba. So according to the Rambam, there is a chidus ma'isa b'reishis during Yemesa Mashiach. Tchiyas ha'meisim. Ve'eichav shalemah shemesa Mashiach. Levatul davar v'nagash shalelam. So how can how can the Rambam say that nothing is going to change? According to the Rambam, Tchiyas ha'meisim happens in Yemesa Mashiach, not in Olam Haba, and therefore there is a change in v'nagash shalelam in Yemesa Mashiach. So what does the Rambam mean when he says? Um, um, and this is this paragraph is the yesoid of this whole new approach. That according to the Rambam, is two different things. And also in two separate times within the time of Mashiach. There is one part and time period of Yemesa Mashiach which is connected with the coming of Mashiach. And then there's another time, an, an, an additional time period which will be added on after the beginning of Yemesa Mashiach. Certain things will be added on. Things that the Abister will do in that time. Including things that are a change in Minhagishalela. And this will happen in a secondary period, in a later period within Yemesa Mashiach Gufa. And this is a Chiddush. This is the Chiddush of the Sikha and will answer all of our questions and all and will, will help us understand the Rambam. And that is, is that without looking at Elam Abba, just looking at Yemesa Mashiach, there are two Tkufis in Yemesa Mashiach. That is actually the title of the Sikha, the two Tkufis in Yemesa Mashiach. There's one Tkufa when Mashiach comes, and it, as we'll see later in that Tkufa, Elam Kiminhagi Noyig, and there's a second Tkufa, a second period within Yemesa Mashiach. Which is the time of Tchiyas Amesim, where Olam is not Kiminagi Noyig, where there will be changes. And although it might be very difficult to stop here, because now that we've finally gotten to this moment, we want to attack understand how this applies to the Rambam and all the, the various differences we learned in the Rambam. But we're going to take a break over here and we will continue next to Kimit Hashem from Sif Yud to see how this incredible Chiddush applies can be applied to the various different things that we've been learning till here and from the beginning of the Sikha until now.